Ignition sequence start. Five, four, three, two. This is the Breaking Barriers Podcast. The conversation about changing the narrative for boys and young men of color in Western New York. Let's go. What's up, y'all? It's Dwayne Sorry, I'm your host for the day. Daniel is off. And today we have Mark Abraham. And today we're going to be talking about some of the difficulties and some of his accomplishments while being the current principal at McKinley High School. So welcome to the show, Mark, and we appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate having the opportunity to be here with you. Of course, it's always good to have a black individual who's in lead and showing other youth in the city on how to grow and develop. So tell us about yourself. How's everything going for you as the current principal? Um, everything is going good. I mean, we uh, have had an opportunity to have some uh, some successes at McKinley High School. Uh, last year, we were cited by New York State mm-hmm. for having one of the highest graduation rates for males of color Wow! Uh, in the state. Uh, we were also cited for being a model CTE school, a career technical education school. Um, we are, you know, moving in the right direction with our graduation rate and, you know, reducing suspensions and really have a phenomenal, um, programs at McKinley high school. And we have, you know, I, I say all the time, we have the best students, the best teachers and the best admins that we have phenomenal people at McKinley high school. So, you know, it, people have an opportunity to talk to me, but I'm me representing 13, 1400 people that are that are behind me. So we, we, we're doing big things at Mackay. Wow. Wow. How do you handle the pressure of being a black administrator? There's, there's a very lack of diversity when it comes to administrators in Buffalo community. And for you to be one of them, how do you handle that? I know it's stressful and I know it's difficult. I think, uh, being an administrator period, black, white, Latino, Latina, Latina X, uh, African American, Haitian American, Bahamian, white, it's difficult. It's, it's stressful. It's, it's it's a very stressful job. Um, the way I handle it is, um, and, you know, I'm a proponent. I tell people this all the time. Mental health is so important. Mm-hmm. And I don't think um, people talk about it enough in the educational field, how imperative it is to take care of your mental health. So for me, I'm, I, oftentimes I'm in the gym every morning. Uh, I go to church on Sundays. I do a lot of prayer. I do a lot of meditate meditation. Uh, I work out often, work out about five, six times a week. Uh, and I find opportunities to laugh and, and mm-hmm. find, uh, you know, I try not to listen to a lot of the white noise, yeah. the, the, the distractions outside in the world. Mm. And I focus really on the positive things that we have at our school. And, um, that, that's kind of how I, how I do it. That's an amazing way. I see McKinley is probably one of the best and one of the highest rate for black men to graduate within the four-year period. Tell us about that first off. It went from the state itself or the country, I should say, is 56%. And it went from you creating it to be 87%. That is probably one of the highest rate for black individuals in one school to even graduate. And McKinley is doing it. So how did that even happen? What was the steps you took? Um, you know, I, again, I, I don't take credit uh, for any success that we have at McKinley alone. Um, 
few things that we have at Mac High that that's important. We have teachers that love children. Um, we have young people that want to be at McKinley High School because of our career technical education programs. Uh, and then we have an administration staff that cares about teachers, students, uh, our parents. And then I, I cannot you know, say this enough. We have a phenomenal superintendent with Dr. Cash who really gives us all the supports necessary so that we can be successful at the school. So, um, you know, I think what, what is important is students and young people knowing their, their why, like why is important mm-hmm. for them to go to school. Um, we have our kids can walk out and be plumbers and electricians and right. carpenters and they work in HVAC and we have a new urban teacher academy that okay. just okay. started. Okay, y'all on so, the move. Yeah, oh. so we, we have a lot of great career technical education programs. And then there's a, when I say love, we love our kids. Sometimes people get love misconstrued with, oh, love means that, they can do whatever they want. No love means we're going to hold you at a high mm-hmm. level. We're going to hold you accountable. We're going to make sure that you go, you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And if you do fall for whatever reason, young people, we're going to be there to pick you up. Um, so, and, and I can't, and let me shout out all of our parents at Mac high. So we got phen- phenomenal alumni, phenomenal parents at McKinley high school. So I'm just trying to make sure I'm showing everybody love. <laughs> of course. Uh, of course. Of why course. I got this opportunity so they can hear it. Of course, and shout out to Mac High. Y'all doing good. Keep striving. If you could give any advice to the youth today, what would you say? Oh, man. You said this podcast only 20 minutes? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that what's important is uh, education. Obviously, I'm a principal, right? Um, I think you have to get an education. Uh, Sometimes our young people get uh, mystified by things that statistically aren't true. Like they'll look at a rapper and an individual who did not earn a high school diploma. And then they'll mm-hmm. say, well, that one person made it. And it's like, well, what about the million rappers who didn't make it, who didn't have a high school diploma? What about the million of young people who, you know, they're incarcerated or they, you know, unfortunately are no longer here. And the, the thing that they have in common is that they don't have a high school diploma. So for me, I think it's important for young people to know, um, have goals. Mm -hmm. Um, but that education is the catalyst for still financial freedom. So they have to get an education. Um, Mm -hmm. they have to learn, you know, what's important to them. So young people, if you, if you listen to this podcast, you, you have to stay in school, get that education, uh, and then find a career or find something that you love to do. I love coming to McKinley High School every single day. I love being a principal at McKinley High School. I love uh, working in education because mm-hmm. I just see how important it is and what it has done for me. So uh, I think the number one thing for a young person is you have to get that education. Of course. Um, you have to find your passion. So you find your passion by doing this. What comes easy to you? What comes natural to you? So me, mm-hmm. what comes natural to me, even though I, I just tell my brother here, I, I get nervous if I have to go speak in front of people, mm-hmm. but what comes natural to me is speaking and yeah. talking to people and uh, wanting to help folks. That's a, that comes naturally to me. So it, for me, it was a natural fit to go into 
start off as a counselor and then go in as an assistant principal and then go in as a principal because I, I love kids and I, I want to see them be successful. You've, I know you faced a lot of battles on your way to become a principal. And there was a lot of controversy and a lot of hate and a lot of aggravation with during your whole starting to become a principal. How did you feel emotionally? pushing through and actually getting the job done? Well, I mean, I think that, um, you know, I think I said it on a, on a news station, pressure and um, pain is, is meant to make you better. You know, when you have a diamond, a diamond is put under intense heat so that you can see the beauty of a diamond. Mm. Uh, if you're working out and you're training, before you can develop a muscle, you have to put a lot of pressure on that undeveloped muscle so that you can actually get those ripped biceps and triceps. Mm. And, you know, so I know playing football my whole life and exercising and pressure is not meant to kill you. It's meant to make you better. Mm. It's meant to strengthen you. So, you know, when I talk to young people and, and future educators, do not um, shy away from adversity or don't shy away from pressure because that pressure is meant to make you who God created you to be ultimately. And that's to be brilliant and that's to be bright and that's to be awesome and that's to be wonderful. But you don't get to that end result until you get through that pressure. Um, and and I don't I don't focus on hate or focus on any of that stuff. I I, I keep my mind on love and helping kids and, mm -hmm. and developing and, and having them be successful. When McKinley was going through a lot of um, media mm -hmm. pressure, our young people, um, they were looking and saying, Dr. Abraham, you know, people are saying these negative things about us on television, but that's not who we are. You know, that's so that, you know, they were portraying them in a negative way um, and it, it broke my heart. So we created this Mac High Pledge to give them confidence and to help us feel esteem to say we're not what people portray us out there. We are who we say we are. Yes. And we're McKinley High School, the best high school in the land, often imitated, never duplicated. Um, wow, but, I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, but but that's the reality for anything, right? Because in life, you you're gonna have haters, yeah, and course. you're gonna have people that's gonna talk about you. And it's not about what people say about you; it's about what you say about you. Mm -hmm. um, and at Mac High, I want our young people to always say that they're the best. To always say that they're successful. To always say that they they're always gonna win. That's part of our Mac High pledge. We always win. We're McKinley Max. And you have what you say. I'm a firm believer of that. Whatever you speak out, you're going to ultimately see it because you keep speaking it out. It ultimately happened. So uh, that Mac High pledge is to keep the temperature uh, set that we're the best. And we might have bad days. Mm -hmm. Saying that we're the best don't mean. So when the. You know, when the Patriots win the Super Bowl, I apologize. Any, you know, I, I'm not a Patriot fan, but I'm just saying when they win the Super Bowl, the National Football League says they're the best team in the world, right? You just said that in Buffalo. But I'm just saying, listen. <laughs> uh, I'm just, that's, you know, they won. So when they win the Super Bowl, right, people say they're the best. That don't mean they didn't lose any games. 
but they're still the best. So when we say we're the best, I don't mean we don't have bad days. I don't of mean course. things don't happen, but we're we still keep the striving. Best. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Buffalo Bills. I know we on top right now. We're winning and we're going to beat the Patriots. <laughs> I, uh, Buffalo love. I got it. <laughs> You've been a part of an incredible turnaround of the graduation rate for the young men of color at your school. You recently were just featured in an article about steps to close that achievement gap. Mm-hmm. So how did you even come up with those steps to reach that goal and also turn around that graduation rate? So my doctorate degree, um, I, I did my research on strategies that successful secondary. So before this article came out, before mm-hmm. New York State was looking into doing this work, and they did a phenomenal job, Dr. Austin and his team. Most times when you hear things negative in high school, it's associated with someone being black or brown. So I wanted to see in my research is let's look at the million black men that are in college right now or the 2 million black men that have college degrees. Mm -hmm. What strategies um, did those successful principals use to make sure that happened? There's, you know, there's whole states like in New Jersey that has upwards of a 70% graduation rate for black men. Um, McKinley High School, we, you know, we, we've been able to move the graduation rate up, but we've been holding it steady around yeah. 70% for graduation rate for black males. So what strategies did we use? So my, my research, so those steps that you see is really 10 steps. They they ended it at six uh, just for the sake Can of Can you the, just tell us two of those steps? Um. One step is you put me on the spot now. I'm, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Mark. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I, got, to, I had to see. I had to uh, see. One of the steps is uh, know your data. Know your data. Um, when I travel around the country and I talk to educators, oftentimes they don't know the data. You know, they know their graduation rate, mm-hmm. but they don't know course passing data. They don't know, um, you know, attendance data. They don't know the subpopulation uh, exam data. So it's imperative that as an educator, as a leader, that you know your data. Um, uh, a second one, which is one of my favorites, is mental health is key. And that's key. what I talked about in the beginning. And we're, we're, we're going to move into some big things at McKinley that I don't want to talk about yet mm-hmm. to really address some of the mental health, not just for the young people, but also for our, our adults. Mm-hmm. Um, giving us an opportunity to say, hey, as adults, our mental health is so important. You can't do this work unless you're okay. Definitely. It's difficult to give young people love and give them everything you have if you're depleted mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Even I tell that to parents, my background is in counseling. So I tell parents, you have to find an opportunity for some type of respite for yourself where you can go and say, all right, I, I need to go get my nails done. I need to go, you know, meditate somewhere. Because if you don't, you're going to be depleted and you're not going to be good to anybody else. So That's true. That's very true. Mental health is very, very important, especially in our communities. We have a lot of issues and stuff that we may go through that can cause a mental illness. And it's sad to say that we don't have the necessary help to 
do so. And especially the youth growing up right now, we see a lot of different stuff that we see at an early age. Mm-hmm. And it affects a lot of it. It affects schoolwork. It affects home life. It affects everyday life. And I can understand why some students feel like it's unbearable. And they don't have the necessary tools for them to even achieve any of their goals. But constantly telling, there's constantly faculty members and adults telling them to <laughs> reach for the stars. But step is stone, step on the right path. That's how I see it. But very good job, Mark. Um, wow, I'm just blown away. Now that you have your doctorate, what are some of the goals that you want to achieve? Um, well, I mean, the the big thing is the. Our push for McKinley High School is to have Mac High be a blue ribbon school. Um, that's one of the highest designations. You know, I love Buffalo. I've been here for 15 years now. Uh, looking at opportunities where we can take some of these strategies and take it to scale and and see how we can use some of these strategies throughout uh, Buffalo Public Schools mm-hmm. um, under the leadership of Doctor Doctor Cash. And and I think I think this year coming up. 2020 cohort will probably be one of the highest graduation rates uh, Buffalo Public Schools have seen in a long time. So, Dr. Cash, shout out to Dr. Cash shout and his cat Dr. Cash and his cabinet. He's doing he's doing phenomenal work as a superintendent. So, um, so the doctor degree is really having an opportunity to say, okay, what do we do at McKinley? You know, let's see if we can if we can take those strategies and and impact more students. We're getting to the end, and I have one final question for you. Um, now that you actually are on a steady pace and you're keeping the graduation rate steady, what do you feel you're going to do next as far as the graduation rate go? What do you feel is going to motivate the kids to even want to finish and push them to finish? Yeah, so every every cohort is different. So it's not like, you know, it's not like one, it, one cohort – doesn't always mirror the second cohort, right? Mm-hmm. So this co- this this cohort of kid might be an eighty seven, and this cohort right. might be a seventy five, or this cohort might be a seventy seven. So every cohort is different. Is our big push now is to really, really look at how we can get more literacy for our young people, finding um, reading materials that interest our young people so that they can be engaged so that we have our young people be competitive when they go into college. Of course, of course. Well, I've enjoyed the conversation. It's definitely been helpful, especially for me growing up as youth in the city of Buffalo. It's definitely hard. We constantly already get pushed down automatically and we always have these bad, bad representations and it's, it can definitely do harm to you. So we appreciate you and all the other principals and administration leaders out there helping the kids grow and helping us succeed our goals so we can become something in the future so we appreciate you and we honestly appreciate all of the work that the buffalo board of education is doing and of course the buffalo greater equity roundtable <laughs> yeah so you know i, I want to say thank you also for having me um and you know to all educators um you folks are doing some phenomenal work keep up the great work uh, keep pushing and keep holding our young people uh, at a high standard because they need us out there in the field working with them. Of course, of course. Um, I want to close out and I want to say thank you all for tuning in for the Breaking Bears podcast. Make sure you subscribe and rate our podcast on all of the major streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Our Heart Radio. 
And a big shout out to our partners at Say Yes Buffalo and the Greater Buffalo Racial Equity Roundtable and the Community Foundation for Greater Buffalo. We wish you a happy holidays, everybody, and we hope you all stay warm because it's going to get chilly. And go Bills, Buffalo. Let's go, baby. We out. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Breaking Barriers podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you follow us on all of the streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. For more information about Breaking Barriers, visit our website at www.breakingbarriersbuffalo.org.